This episode of Cognitive Dissonance is brought to you by our patrons. You fucking rock. Uh, hey guys, I was in the latest episode and uh, you were talking about the uh, Michelle Wolf speech. Uh, two quick things. Uh, <laughs> the most correct take on the issue I actually saw was in The Economist of all papers. It was just basically saying uh, it's a call to servility. And the second thing is, I can't believe that uh, the media has such a short memory that they forgot about a year ago that it was Trump was mocking a disabled reporter, maybe a little bit more than that. Uh, I loved your uh, piece on it, guys. Thanks. Hey, guys, this is Yvonne from Washington, D.C. <clears throat> the best silly steak and cheese, or excuse me, steak and cheese, is not from Philadelphia at all. I've tried the one of those guys, Mario, and whatever the other guys was horrible. Went to the place that was featured in uh, Creed. Was horrible. They don't season their meat. In D.C. and the neighboring county of P.G. County, Maryland, they make the best steak and cheese. They marinate the, the meat. They mince it up really good. Get it with some lettuce and some mayo, and it is awesome. I should not eat them, but I get one about every other month. It is so worth the calories. D.C., baby. Glory ho. Bye. advise that this show is not for children, the faint of heart, or the easily offended. The explicit tag is there for a reason. Recording live from Glory Hole Studios in Chicago, this is Cognitive Dissonance. Every episode we blast anyone who gets in our way. We bring critical thinking, skepticism, and irreverence to any topic that makes the news, makes it big, or makes us mad. It's skeptical, it's political, and there is no welcome at. This is episode 414 of Cognitive Dissonance and Cecil. I was a little nervous walking into the studio today. Did you notice that our next door neighbors, mm -hmm. a society which I will not mention the name of, mm -hmm. and which has certain, shall we say, supernatural predilections, mm -hmm. it appears. They were having their meeting tonight, too. Yeah, yeah, I saw, yeah. We're recording on an odd day. We normally record on Thursday nights. The studio and the building and this floor is typically all ours it's empty. Yeah. on Thursday nights. Um, but we've, we've had the occasional... Uh, Snafu, shall we say, with yeah. our fine neighbors. Yeah, yeah. I was a little, I was a little worried you're going to interrupt their seance or their crystal sage reading. Or they have no problem fucking knocking on our door when. Well, we're... here's the thing: when I say worried, I mean hopeful. Yeah. For confrontation, yeah. I guess that's really what I was saying. <laughs> is I was hopeful. I, I was though, I like because they do their thing with their door open. You notice yeah. that too? Yeah, like yeah. they do like things it's it's like, like a dorm room. Like, yeah, it is kind of like a dorm room. It's like, hey guys, I'm blessed in Bush. You want to come over? <laughs> Drink a ham. First of all, I've seen your game. You're not blasting any bush. <laughs> no, it's shaving. Though. Right? I was yeah, going to say, yeah. That's if you are, you're going what back you, in time. What are you, in college in the 70s? You're going back animal in time? house? Or you're married. Those are your two options. Two options. We've all given up. Uh, <laughs> terrible. All right. So let's talk about our first story from the Washington Post. Uh, people think she's a Parkland crisis actor. And it's terrifying. Um, this is a fucked up story. So, 
Um, for those who might not be familiar, crisis actors are um, bullshit, non-existent people made up by complete lunatics who yeah. have conspiracy theories about these, um, you know, mass shooting events, which typically w- what these are around. And what they think is that these events did not occur or did not occur the way that they're stated. And that many of the survivors that are filmed and, and, on, and, and otherwise gain notoriety as surviving these attacks are actors. They're they call actors. them crisis yeah, actors. Yeah, yeah. Um, there were people who thought some of the surviving children from Newtown, Newtown yeah. were crisis actors. And they also, they've said many times that they think that they, they've seen the same person at different sites. So right. when there's a site and somebody ha- happens to have a similar haircut, or is like a mom, and they're like, "Oh, look at that mom lady who looks a lot like other moms." Happens to be at this it's the other jeans. school, right? That's why it's the jeans. You it can tell by the thirteen-inch zipper. Could be the jeans, you know. Yeah. That that's. <laughs> um. So and, you know, one of the problems with this is like this crisis actor conspiracy theory, false flag bullshit narrative, is being fed and fueled by a whole host of of particularly virulent lunatics, Alex Jones being one of them. Mm, sure. Um, and, you know, his his ilk and his followers. And then these guys get online and they have whole, like, fucking masturbatory fantasies about this this thing that's not happening. And they find, they, they find these folks and they harass them, except for sometimes they get even being wrong, wrong. Yeah. And that's what this story is about, sure. which is, it highlights how fucked up this is, right? So Emma Gonzalez is one of the survivors from the Parkland shooting. Um, and Emma Gonzalez is just, I mean, these are just kids, by the way. They're just fucking high school kids. And she became um, a rather vocal proponent of um, common sense gun control to try to avoid getting you know, shot at again, say, in her fucking school. And the right hates her. The right absolutely hates her. They're the ones that she's the one that they Photoshop tearing up the constitution or the bill of rights rather. Um, Well, there's a woman who's Emma Gonzalez. She's not the Emma Gonzalez. Somebody, somebody searched for her name. Some, somebody, the people find her. They searched for her name. They found her on the internet. They found out where she worked. They published that shit. And then all these other idiots, they, they glom onto this. Mm -hmm. And now this poor person who's not even, there is no crisis actor. Yeah. The real, real, the, the Emma Gonzalez associated with the Parkland event is not a crisis. Yeah. Actor. She's a real person. Right. Yeah. This woman is super duper not a crisis actor. Yeah. She's just a person right. who happens to have the same name. And it's getting she's, harassed. She's being harassed at work. She's, she's a chef or whatever. It's interesting. I wonder why. So I wonder if they're going after these people more, especially like the, um, the Parkland shooters a lot more and, and are being a lot, you know, not only going after them and attacking them, um, attacking their character. We've talked about this many times that they're just constantly ad hominems against them. They're attacking their character, but they're also, there's all these things that talk about them being crisis actors constantly. That's a major theme about this Uh is that they're talking about being crisis. I wonder if it's because they are unlike many of the other shootings in the past, it seems like they are pushing for change in a very, very large way. Like the Sandy, you didn't see a lot of people after Sandy Hook say, come out and say, we need gun control. I mean, maybe, maybe they said it once or twice, but they certainly weren't standing on a big stage right. saying we need gun control. And so that sort of stuff passes over quickly, right? Like, yeah, the crisis actors, maybe they're not blah, blah, blah. And then, you know, America just forgets about it because we're waiting for the next one anyway. Right. And so, but this one feels like they're constantly talking about it because they think that these people are not backing down. They keep on pushing for, you know, they're, they're talking about, you know, more and more gun control. They want more gun control. And that's upsetting a lot of people. And so 
not only are they creating ad hominems, but they're also just creating stories. No, which is, I mean, it's like, what's, what's crazy is they are, they are behaving as if these kids who survived the shooting and who are advocating for gun control, they are behaving as if these kids are saying like, you know, turn in all your guns, melt yeah, right. them into. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Turn them into, uh, we got to beat them into, beat them into. Right. And uh, plowshares. Plow right. No one. Nobody is even suggesting that. Say beat him into swords. <laughs> seems bad. And then yeah. beat those swords into guns. But yeah, we're going to turn our guns into swords and our swords back into guns. Turn your corn into bullets. <laughs> <laughs> it just it just amazes me that we're so opposed to gun control that even like even people, even children who've been fucking shot at and who are like, "Hey man, yeah, that's I'd really like that to never happen yeah. again." Even even they are the subject of this incredible amount of ire. Yeah. And so this this other the the non Emma Gonzalez Emma Gonzalez is like she's like a chef at a restaurant. And people are fucking coming into her place, taking pictures of her surreptitiously yeah. and less than and surreptitiously, less than, yeah, saying you exist, right. saying you exist, and yeah. walking away. Oh, you're real, yeah. you know, like holy yeah. shit, like they're you know, fucking with this person's life. They're making phone yeah. calls and threats. Yeah, these these people are not harmless, right? No. This is not a harmless like like a harmless theory on the internet. This is somebody who is creating harm in someone's life. They gave her a fucking practically gave her a nervous breakdown coming into her place because she feels in danger. I want to talk because to, she is in danger. Yeah. Cause remember the pizza gate thing that dude showed up with yeah. a fucking assault rifle. Yeah. I want to mention though, I sort of, I sort of jotted some things down today to if, if you had to, if you had to think that this was true, right? If you, if you believe that this woman, what they think happened is, is that this woman was uh, was a crisis actor in this. So here's what you have to think is actually true in okay. order for that to work. First off, the deep state has to be real, right? The deep state has to be a thing because that's controlling everything. Several hundreds or thousands of people know about this and never mention it on camera. The deep state casted a quasi-public figure because that's what she was. She was an internet. She had a YouTube channel. She uh, works in, you know, in front of, in, in a, right. in a, as a chef. And they mentioned yeah. that she is, She's already kind of like not internet famous, but she at least has she has know, some notoriety. She has some notoriety. So they went out of their way to cast somebody who's a quasi public figure, Tom, with the same name, but fifteen years older than an actual high school student. So they decided mm -hmm. they they decided you know what we're going to do. We don't need a high school student. We're not going to go to the casting company and get somebody who's in high school or somebody who looks like they're in high school. Okay. Instead, you're going to find this person who just happens to have the same name, but you're going to cast them in a role that they don't need. So they'll need extensive plastic surgery to look like the other yeah. person. Well, I mean, to be fair, like that's way easier to do than just calling someone a different name, yeah. Bill. <laughs> Fuck. No, you can just call someone a different yeah. name. And, and, then, and then this person, this person here, didn't clearly make enough money as a crisis actor to just go into hiding and be a crisis actor and just do that full time. She has to fly back to New York on occasion to work part time front of the house in a restaurant as a chef, which is sort of amazing yeah. given the number of crises we have yeah. in America. You'd think you think she'd imagine. be working overtime. You think the only issue is just fucking burnout <laughs> from all the mass shootings. I just can't believe how you put all that stuff together and say, you know what? That's that down. That because they like don't add true. it all up. Right. They, they yeah. What they do is they add up. It's all this conspiracy shit. They add up all the wrong pieces. Yeah. They add up all they, they remember we talked about the loose change video and it's like, they go anomaly hunting. They yeah. find all the things that they would expect to be true from an event that has not occurred before. Yeah. And then they say, okay, this event that has never occurred before should in my mind as a non-expert look like this. And because in my non-expert opinion, yeah. it doesn't look the way I imagine it would sure, look when sure. I imagine how this yeah, happens yeah. in my head, 
I can start picking out anomalies yeah. and doing that fucking detective in a fucking bad movie yeah. yarn connection yeah. thing. You're a fucking Reddit sleuth. You know? Right. And you fucked it right. up. And you fucked it up every time. You know, you made an interesting comment. Like, it's not just a harmless internet theory. Like, I'm not convinced that there's a whole lot of harmless theories anymore. Like, the fact that a, a theory might be confined to the online world does not seem to matter because the online world is no longer confined to the online world. The Pizzagate guy showed up with a fucking machine Pizzagate gun. guy was right there. The yeah. incel guys drove a van into a crowd full yeah. of fucking people. The, the alt-right community beat the shit out of a bunch of people in Charlottesville right. and fucking killed some people right. down there. Yeah. So there's no... there Like, this idea that, there, that, that our culture or our community is confined in some way to a different type of space and so therefore the standards that we hold in those spaces should be less does not seem to hold a lot of water because yeah, we're constantly that, seeing that happens, you know, where yeah. you're, you're like, Oh yeah, it's just the internet. It's just the internet. It's just shit posting or whatever. Yeah. yeah. Except for that. It, there's no such thing as confined. These are still just people yeah. who go out and like, you know, now we're seeing it again and again and again, where they go out in the real world and they act on these thoughts. Like, it's not like their thoughts only live online. Yeah. They're, they're acting based on their thoughts and they're acting based on, you know, the reinforcement of a community of people and, and, and lives are being lost, like literally lost because of this. Sure. Yeah. It's, it's, uh, it's an interesting thing because there's, it's not just one, one conspiracy that causes this either. It's not just this type of conspiracy. There's oh. plenty of conspiracies that cause people to go out and do this stuff like that rape, uh, the pedophile one that they said, you know, that pedal gate, the person we're going to cover a story later that Liz Croak and she's oh. constantly harping on the pedophile thing. Right. I would not be surprised she gets somebody killed. I would, that would not shock me at all if she no. gets somebody killed. Like that wouldn't, I would not be like, I would not come in and be like, Tom, can you believe it? We would just cover it and be like, yeah, we, that was going to happen. That was going to happen. Eventually. That's not unexpected. Yeah. Somebody's yeah. going to die because somebody's going to say that kids are being harmed. Somebody almost died in, in fucking the Pizzagate thing. I know. Well, and do you remember like after the Boston bombing when like the Reddit, the Reddit, Reddit, Reddit got, Reddit it wrong, got it all wrong. Yeah. And they, and, you know, they, they fucking, they fucked with somebody like pretty bad. So people's lives they fucked with a family of somebody who had committed suicide or something like yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. Like really uh, bad. Like it was awful. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So there's no such thing as this idea that like, that, that this sort of behavior is confined to this other space. Yeah. Like this, the, there is no meaningful separation between the, the, that space in the real world yeah. anymore. Like they're all the same space. Yeah, and it's not harmless. That's the main thing. Right. That's the main thing is right. that it's not harmless. It's not. Who's that guy on the other side of the glory hole? It's Jesus. This story is a nightmare. This is from the Star Tribune. Minnesota priest accused of abusing 60 boys in Guam. Um, dozens of men accuse a 96-year-old priest um, of molesting them when they were boys. Um, you know, one of the things in this in this article that struck me is it's like they said something like at least 60 men or like as many as 60. It's like when you can't even pin the number yeah. of people yeah. that you have fucking raped down to five dozen. Yeah. Like you're like, ah, I'm not a hundred percent sure. Nobody's a hundred percent sure. Some of them might have died in the arm. It's many, know. many dozens of people, right? Are you fucking kidding me yeah. with this shit? I know the guy's 96, yeah. right? There's nothing meaningful that can happen to a 96-year-old person. Like, what do you, what do you do? Throw him in jail? He's going to die in jail? He could die right now. Yeah. He's 96. Yeah. The, uh, the really crazy thing is that he left, and he took some boys from Guam with him yeah. to Minnesota. Like, he left 
with yeah. like with like a to go mug of kids to rape. <laughs> and they're like, they're like, get it from them. They're like, hey, you want to leave room for cream in this? Or, <laughs> no. They are sweet yeah. as sugar, these ones. <laughs> what? It's ridiculous. Like that, like it he is. left, and then like, like, like those people are coming to the States. Like, what do you say to those people? Like, why do you want my buddy with? Well, it's not to fuck him. <laughs> it's not to fuck him or anything a, like that. A lot of us priests yeah. travel with young boys. Yeah. Don't worry, you'll read about it forty years from now. Yeah, it's totally fine. Well, yeah, and that and that uh, they're already saying that they're selling assets to try to get get ahead of some of the stuff because they took the statute of limitations off in Guam, which right. is a U.S. territory. Territory, yes. Mm-hmm. They took the statute of limitations off for this crime, and a bunch of people came forward. Because that happens all the time. Right. They had to sell some of their assets and they're selling other assets just getting ready for other cases because they know they're coming. They know it's happening. Like it's in the pipe. And the reason why they know it's coming is because I think that they they were complicit. They had people there. They sent people to Guam. They took people that were probably diddling kids in other nations and sent them to Guam. And then they they moved those other yeah. ones around to the other area. They're complicit in this. They've, you, they've you caused this it, problem. Yeah. They you, caused this right. problem. They didn't stop it. They had every power. They had everything in their power to say, you know what? Fuck that. Not in my house. They had every power to do that, but instead they just let it happen. Do you know what's worse to think about in my mind is that not only do they know that it happened, like they were complicit back in the day, right? But now, now you know this has happened. It's the, the, the light is fucking shining on it. What it strikes me, the responsible moral thing to do would be to say, oh my God, we know something about this guy. Here are the places that he's been. Let's go to those places and find out if there's other victims and find a way to make this right. Right. That's the only sure. thing that you sure. can do that would be moral. There's yeah. nothing else that you could do that could yeah. ever be a morally just action. And they will not do it. What they'll do instead is they'll say, OK, let's try to do everything we can to make this go away as cheap as possible here. It's almost like that. They're they were involved in a hit and run and they keep saying, prove I was there. Yeah. You right. Know, prove I prove it was me. Prove it was me. Instead of being like stopping on the side of the road, they took off, which which just like all this tells me is like. At least that part of the church does not give a fuck. Yeah, they didn't care. It does, and they, they still didn't don't care, care. And they still don't. Care. They still don't care. Yeah. There's one moral thing to do. Yeah. And if soon as you don't do it, you don't give a shit. Absolutely. Um, agencies of government. EPA needs to be rebuilt. But There's you no can't. Doubt about but that. you can't name the third one. The third agency of government. Yeah. I would. I would do away with the education. Uh, the uh, <laughs> commerce. I, I, commerce. And let's see. I can't. The third one, I can't. Sorry. (laughs) Oops. Commerce, education, and the, uh, uh, what's the third one there? Let's see. (laughs) The, uh, 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 EPA? EPA, there you go. This is unreal. We're, We're living in bizarro times right now. Are we not living in bizarro times? Did you notice the sky was orange when you woke up this morning and it never changed? And at night, it's like fucking polka dots. It's orange, all right. It's orange, all right. Right? It's orange. This is from CNN Politics. Trump, I can't even believe I'm reading this out loud. This is some alternate reality universe shit right now. Trump appointing Dr. Oz. I don't want, why am I keep reading? Dr. Oz. To his sport, fitness, and nutrition council. So I guess it's just going to be fucking goji berries for everybody. Like he's on the phone. He's like, Hey, why don't we get that guy who voiced Optimus Prime to be the department of transportation? Let's do that. Let's get that uh, McGruff crime dog. He could do justice. What do you think? Huh? Can he call Saul Goodman? I need a lawyer. 
Saul's far too upstanding at this point for true. him. Yeah. He does need a Saul Goodman lawyer, though. Let me tell you, he definitely needs a Saul Goodman lawyer. I mean, this is this is just what it is. Like, we're just in a crazy, bizarro yeah. universe yeah. where reality TV stars are appointing other reality TV stars to be a part There's of a their movie, fucking like advisory Idiocracy or whatever. I've never seen it, but a lot of people say it's like that's very similar to what's happening now. It's like... There's a Simpsons episode where Trump becomes president years and years ago. And it's like the Simpsons made fun of this very idea and then yeah. it, fucking, it fucking, happened. fucking happened. It's like... Like there, there is no level of farce to which we can descend at this yeah. point. It says, it says here that White House also announced Friday that Trump will appoint former bodybuilder Lou Ferrigno, <laughs> famous for playing the Hulk in the television show, <laughs> The Incredible Hulk, in the seventies and eighties, and New England's Patriots coach Bill Belichick to the council for two-year terms. Bill Belichick, Tom, I know you have no idea. I know who that is. is. But I got to show you All right. a picture of what Bill Belichick looks like. Okay, he's going to be on the Sports Nutrition and Fitness Council. So let me see. Look at he's got moves. He like, I guess if not... you want somebody who has dad bod, yeah, <laughs> no worries. But he doesn't, he's not a fucking fit dude. Look he, at this guy. He looks like every other fucking guy standing in his fucking garage drinking beer on a Saturday. Yeah, he totally looks like he would have a fantasy football team. Yeah, like you look right. at this guy and you're like, yeah, no, that guy hasn't caught a pass uh, in oh my God. ever. But yeah, Bill Belichick. Bill Belichick, who looks like a budget zombie. Well, what does Lou Ferrigno look like now? Nah, Lou Ferrigno can't look great. Lou Ferrigno's got to be a thousand years old at this He's, point. He has like one giant testicle he rides around. <laughs> Actually, he still looks. He looks he still fucking looks outstanding. He still looks. He still looks great. He still looks great for being for for being for being as old as he is. It literally and, doesn't matter what taking, age he is. And nobody taking else that much up. fucking horse tranquilizer. <laughs> he yeah, he looks great. He looks great. But Doctor Oz, Doctor Oz. Oz is 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 a fucking. He's a complete joke. He's a farce of a human being. He defended himself in a statement saying, "I bring the public information that will help them on their path to be their best selves. We provide multiple points of view, including uh, mine." which is offered without conflict of interest. That guy is a walking conflict of interest. Most of the shit that he says, he then sells. Yeah. Like he gets his whole shtick was to like, yeah, it's to, get on to Oprah, yeah. talk about the miracle weight loss plan that, you know, you just have to eat a dirt food or whatever. Yeah. Eat a pill. Like yeah. there's a pill. There's a it's miracle. A, he talks about miracle pills all the time. They grilled him in fucking the Senate about right. it. And it just, it, it doesn't matter. Like they, they're putting him on there. You know, it's interesting because, it really does show. Look at look at all the little councils that he has. He's doing it because these people are popular. Yeah, he's right. doing. He's he's getting. You know, it wasn't the Tesla guy on there that the guy whatever is Elon Musk or whatever. Elon Musk yeah. wasn't uh, Bill Gates part of one of his technical ones for a while. A couple of other really famous people. He's basically he's yeah. like he's just finding all these really famous people and he's putting them up there instead of you know like look at what Obama did with Department of Energy is a perfect example, right? Under Trump, it's a guy who did, like. Couldn't even remember what fucking branches of government he was going to close down as president, Rick Perry. Okay, hold on a minute. He has glasses now, and that yeah. makes him smarter. And it was only three. In his defense, it was only three different departments he couldn't remember. The one that he forgot yeah. is the one he the now one has. The one he now has, yeah. So that guy, or Obama had like a fucking nuclear physicist. Right. Like a guy who like actually had a PhD and like like was a, was a professor and like knows a lot about nuclear fucking physics. And he's just like, yeah, well, that guy. You know, so... He doesn't care if you're qualified. He just cares if you, have, if you bring something to the table or if you, he owes you something. Like, that's just how he is. He's putting together lunch tables for the yeah. cool kids. Yeah. That's it's, all this is. It's obscene. He's, he's going to promise everybody that there's going to be sweet new snacks in the vending machine Yeah, in order to be, you the, know, class, class president. president. Yeah. yeah. Vote for Pedro. <laughs> you know, the thing is, is like this guy, 
I don't, and, and I know we're getting a little hot about Dr. Oz being on a council. It could be a nothing council. That's the other thing too, is it's, it's a waste of time because it's probably not going to be a nothing. It's going to be a nothing council. You almost certainly won't pay any attention to it. He doesn't pay attention to any, anything science. So why would he pay attention That's to this? That's true. So, you know, like, so it doesn't matter. It is, it I think this is all for show. Yeah. Okay. And clearly sports, nutrition, and fitness are not his priorities. Yeah. You just take a look at no, the man. No. Unless all they're going to do is golf. Yeah. Like it's just yeah. exclusively golf a golf related. And have cake eating. Maybe. <laughs> He gets two cakes for every yeah. one cake you get. Contrary to popular opinion, God is not against sex. It was his idea in the first place. All right. And hypocrite news. This comes from Friendly Atheist uh, from the Patheos blogs. Franklin Graham, Trump's affair with Stormy Daniels is nobody's business. Well, let's play it. I'm not going to play the whole thing because the beginning is interesting. But I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to skip about halfway through this so we can start listening to it. I, I don't have concern uh, in the sense, because these things happened many years ago. And it happened that many years ago. It didn't happen that. And it, it happened in like 2006 or something, right? Yeah. I, I, you know, the thing is, is like, I don't have any concern that any of it happened. I just have concern about the cover up. Like, yeah. that's what I have concern about. Right. But I, but the fact that something happened years ago does not, it should not in any way ameliorate his concerns. Cause I guarantee if it was a fucking Democrat, it would not. Yeah. Right. If this was Obama, his concerns would not be minimized because this happened in 2002 or whatever. Like the reason it, it bothers or it doesn't bother him because it happened many years ago is because that's a way for him to be dismissive of something. It's a way to hand wave that yeah. he's otherwise moralistic about. When the other thing, too, is like, like, I think of that guy that they post with Hillary Clinton, the guy who used to be a KK guy, K guy, the guy she kissed or whatever on the cheek. Oh, yeah, saying, yeah, yeah, yeah. He was a KKK guy. And he was, and then he came out and said, I, I made a huge mistake. I shouldn't do that. And he went on for like a long time to be a senator or whatever. And he was, and he was, and he fought and for he civil, fought rights for civil rights, et cetera, et cetera. So he changed his ways. Trump hid this from everybody and only talked about it when it was recent. He didn't come out and say, you know what? I made a really huge mistake. I messed up. I did this thing, blah, 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 blah. It's been yeah. hidden until very recently. So, you know what? It, to be honest, I actually do have a problem with him lying about it because he's lying to the American people. You know, if he's willing to lie about that, and that's what one of the things that they say too, because um, it says in this article at the bottom, this is Billy Graham wrote this in 1998 about President Clinton. He said, if he will lie or mislead his wife or daughter, those of whom he is most intimate, what will prevent him from doing the same to the American public? Private conduct does have public consequences. He wrote that in 1998. Right. So like, and I, I know what, to be perfectly honest, I kind of agree with that. Like if you're going to lie to people and know you're lying to people and obfuscate the truth, there's some, there, there should be ramif there should be some sort of repercussions for that because sure. you know, you're, it, if you're doing it with this tiny thing, which is, you know, just, you know, you having a, an affair, outside of marriage, an extramarital affair. Well, what would you do if you wanted to sell weapons or something? Sure. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, like there's a lot of things that you could hide as a, as a president. And it's, and this is unbelievable that they're willing to hand wave this shit off. Well, there's also no reason to think like the, the example that you gave before, it's like, well, this guy, you know, used to be a shithead and then he changed his mind and then he apologized and he's no longer a shithead. Those are views you can change. Right. But there's no reason to think. And, and I, again, like, his, his sexual misadventures notwithstanding, there's no reason to think that Trump has changed. Yeah. Because it's not like one thing. It's a series. It's a pattern of behaviors yeah. that continues yeah. to come up. Yeah. And there's 
There's no reason to think that he, it would be different if he's like, yeah, man, you know, I'm just a different guy. And I had this moment in my life where I reflected about how I treated other people in my life. And I realized that that's not a way I want to treat other people in my life. It's not the man who I would like to be. Sure. Okay. You know what, man? Bully for you. Instead, it's like, never happened. Didn't yeah, happen. It didn't happen. You caught me. It, it happened. It doesn't happen. matter. It did happen, but it wasn't for what you think it was for. Right. But we're not sure what it was for. <laughs> You know, yeah. fucking own it. Yeah. Uh, there's such bigger problems in front of us as a nation that we need to be dealing with uh, than other things in his life a long time ago. I think some of these things, I mean, that's for him and his wife to deal with. Uh, I think when the country went after President Clinton, uh, the Republicans, that was a great mistake that, that should never have happened. And I think the saying with Stormy Daniels and so forth is nobody's business. And we, we've got other business at hand that we need to deal with. Okay, I got I I got to say like so much of religion is involved in getting in other people's fucking business, right? Yeah. That's like religion's whole thing yeah. is to legislate the morality of other people's social interactions. That's like that's like their whole thing. It's and it's specifically their private business. It's actually religion doesn't really reflect on or judge much or get involved much with our our sort of uh, larger social selves or our public selves, it, it has very much to do very often with how we interact with other people on a very personal, uh, private level. And it's moralistic and codified and judgy as fuck about all that stuff. That's your whole fucking thing, religion. That's like, that's what you guys love to do. So like, how is this nobody's business? Yeah, well, it's nobody's business because he's doing all the policies that we want. Oh, and I forgot. Okay that's that's that. why it's yeah, no we're okay with that. Yeah. Because so. it's hypocrites times. You have to understand that he's also 71 years old. And he can barely get it up. And he can't. Look, he's very unlikely to yeah. fuck anybody. Here's the thing. When you're that overweight and you're that old, yeah. Jesus Christ, you ain't doing anything without a cock ring. <laughs> and I don't think he came to be president uh, by mistake or by happenstance. I think somehow God put him in this position. Because we can't figure out how the fuck else yeah, it could have happened. That's exactly it, right? You know, All these guys are like, look, here's the thing, man. You lost by three million votes. It has to be supernatural. That's <laughs> there's no way. So fucking unlikely yeah. that this happened. Exactly. We can't come up yeah. with anything but a supernatural. Yeah. I don't know. This is like real life Bigfoot footage, right. guys. <laughs> this is it. Every time you see something like that, a wizard did yeah. it. <laughs> because he's not a politician. He seemed to do everything wrong as a politician he offended many people <laughs> yeah. did the wrong things but somehow he became president and i just have to think that god in some reason put him there for for a purpose i don't know what that is or it's a terrible yeah, mistake it is he he doesn't know what that purpose is either he doesn't know what the purpose is either you know it's funny because i genuinely talked about it earlier i genuinely don't care about the sex like i don't care about yeah, the sex. Right. it doesn't bother me but he should like of all the people who should care about it, it should be him, right? It yeah, should be Frank him who cares about yeah. it. Yeah. It shouldn't be anybody. Like, all the rest of us are just like, whatever, we don't care. And I, I only care that he paid money or might have funneled funds to it. Like, I care about that. I care sure. about the yeah. fact that, you know, he's he's hushing someone up, um, somebody who could clearly um, change the entire political face of his entire candidacy sure. by coming forward. So. I see it as a, as a, as a, you know, that's, that's what I'm worried about. That's the thing that I'm worried well, about. And that's a, what I yeah. think everybody should be worried about. This isn't something you just say, well, there's a lot more problems in the world. Yeah. You know what? There can be a threat of nuclear war and we can still say, turns out we don't want somebody in there who did this sort of thing. We don't think that that is, that is 
um, something that should be reflected in the office of the presidency. I mean, don't you think like the moral character of the of 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 the person in that position is of of real? Yeah. Right. Like consideration. If you don't then then what do you care about any of that? Because they're they're constantly on the on the on those uh, campaign runs talking about how holy they are. I know how much they love God. And isn't this like Graham thing where he's like, look, you know, I mean, he did everything wrong and he still wants so there must be God's plan. You know, that's kind of the problem with that. Like that line of thinking where you think that the world is created for you. Yeah. Is it's like when when shitty things like this happen, like the president, like we can't understand how this horrible person became president. Your line of thinking won't allow you to say like, well, that was a fucking mistake. What do we do to fix it? Instead, it's like, well, I, I believe in an idea of a plan. Mm-hmm. This has to then fit into the idea that there is a plan. Yeah. And so it's not just that we made a fucking bad decision. It's that God is now involved. So we have to double down on that shitty decision. Ready to stick it in the glory hole? Get links to their Facebook, Twitter, and if you still use it, Google Plus account at their website, dissonancepod.com. If you need to be all discreet about it, contact them by email at dissonance.podcast at gmail.com. Or you can call and leave a ransom message at 740-74-DOUBT. That's 740-743-6828. Want to hear Cognitive Dissonance commercial free and gain access to exclusive content, including full patron-only shows? Head to patreon.com forward slash dissonance pod and become a patron to support the show on a per episode basis. Love commercials? Not ready to become a patron? Give the guys a five-star review on iTunes or Stitcher. Or tell your buddies in the drunk tank about the show. We want to send a big sloppy glory hole to all the patrons and people who rate us. You fucking rock. This is this might be one of the most perfect clips we've ever had. This is from Right Wing Watch. This Alex Jones. Bang your face into the fucking wood. Stupid. Trump is fighting a computer program that has decided to kill humans. This is Alex Jones from his show, InfoWars. Operating under is a collage of chaos tactic. So many, so many stories that happen multiple times a day, <laughs> over guy. the weeks, over the years, that you cannot focus or keep up with anything. Information so apocalypse. Wrong? Information apocalypse. 100%. That's what it's called. That's I the, just made it up. It's the worst Avengers movie. <laughs> I hate that one. I love like the sincerity and like sure it is like oh yeah information apocalypse. I know what it is. You know what it is. We all know what it is. Yeah, I know. It, and then it's just like and then uh, hold on. This guy's just going to agree with him, right? Hold on. Information apocalypse. Hundred percent. That's what it is. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. Roger just did, and what we do on Infowars all the time is tied together in a perpetual timeline. It's all tied together. What? Wait, hold on. Wait, what did he say? Okay, hold on. Hold he on. Said, I want- we tie together in a perpetual timeline. It's all tied together. No, I, I it's words all the time is tied together in a perpetual timeline. It's all tied together. <laughs> but Alex what the Jones fuck is, does that mean? Alex Jones is nodding along like, yes, yeah. in a, it's, tied, it's together tied together in a perpetual timeline. timeline. It's all, all tied, tied together. together. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I guess like over enough time, you can find those threads that link orange juice to the tabernacle or something, but it's like, well, how meaningful is it at this point? You know, like we all share a common ancestor. That doesn't mean you can go out and fuck a giraffe. You can. Well, but you just need a lot. <laughs> because, you know, you can focus on one. They want to keep you in the moment confused. I mean, and that's what Gruber said. It's all about confusing us. Fog of war. But we've got the enemy battle map. We're not even looking at what they're projecting. We've got their battle map. And that's what they hate. 
Uh, is he on coke? Like, what <laughs> the fuck? It is amazing. What the fuck, man? You guys, watch this clip because he's just quietly, unmo- he's just nodding along. He's rocking. And, ro- and it's just, all of a sudden, it's like it's his turn to speak. And it's like it's somebody not, reaches inside not. of him yeah. and flips a switch. <laughs> and it's like, oh, God. And he can't not move every muscle simultaneously. And sometimes it's not his turn to speak. It <laughs> he's just got to do it. He just jumps right in. It doesn't We matter. got the battle map. Yeah. We got their battle map. Uh, exactly. This is. Exactly. exactly. Nailed it. Exactly. Perfectly I'm just going to continue. 100%. My, I'm going to continue my comment. I will say exactly, but I don't mean exactly. Information I mean apocalypse. Is, thanks, but no thanks. And so, so we could we could say like this is not about Mars. Excuse me. This is not about Iran. This is about Mars. Meaning, this is about attacking Elon, attacking the human evolution, attacking where we're going. What the fuck are you talking about? Attacking Elon, Elon Musk. Yeah, who's going to take us to Mars? Elon Musk is take- like Elon. Uh, I don't think they know what to do with Elon Musk. I think they, I think they hero worship people like him for sure. Yeah. Kind of guy who's just like, I got enough money to make a rocket. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think they know what to do with What did Elon like make his money off of initially? Was it Tesla or something else? It's a good question. I don't know. Oh, oh PayPal. He invented PayPal or he, he eventually came and became involved with PayPal, which was bought out for 1.5 billion. Then he did Tesla after that. So it was PayPal first. So the main for, he got he got rich off Zip two, yeah, and then three hundred and forty million dollars yeah, rich, and then he and then he eventually got one point five billion rich from PayPal, which was bought by eBay. Wow! So he invented PayPal. Well, it, it, it was one of the pioneers. It was one of, of his it, you know, one of yeah. his things. So wow. that makes sense. Wow. So yeah, like he's he's a you know he's the kind of guy who could just be like, I'd like a rocket. Yeah, right. <laughs> I just like he's worth like twenty billion dollars. Okay. Yeah. yeah, I'll so, make you a rocket. Yeah, sounds exactly. good. Yeah. I dreamed something yesterday. Make it real. Like, uh, all right. Llamas in pajamas. I guess Here we you're go. Right. I guess you're right. They do. They, that's kind of their guy. Yeah. Playing this other game. This is, this is this already an AI system that made the decision to have a post-human world. And Trump has jumped in with others and are saying, no, we're not doing it at the elite level. What, what the fuck? What does that mean? This is already an AI system that has decided it wants to live in a post-human world. And Trump said no. Says no. <laughs> Like, we don't have AI yet. Well, well I think we don't. I, I think the problem is is that the AI just isn't forceful enough. Oh my! Well, it's, that's because it's not respectful. Asserting, yes, AI is not asserting itself, Tom. Like it should. It is not being as as forceful as it needs to in these business meetings with Trump you know what? to say, you know what, we want to be post human. Maybe the we AI just want to move past the humans. Maybe the AI is just looking for uh, informed, enthusiastic consent. Maybe you never Maybe. know. You never know. <laughs> the AI doesn't want to get a me too. There's <laughs> like some fax machine <laughs> just like me too me too me too <laughs> later on then a modem calls in it's like beer 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 you shut up you whore shut up <laughs> Oh, you know, none of, none of this happens in a vacuum. None of this happens uh, in singular movements. It's all connected. Vacuum tubes, yes, yeah. but not not an actual. Although some of it happens in space, which is a vacuum. Actually, anyway, a lot of this is happening those, in a vacuum. All, all, all of the machines that are there that want to be in a post, post-human world that are having sex to reproduce are like, yeah, more vacuum. More vacuum is good. <laughs> I like the more vacuum. It's just Elon Musk and the Dyson inventor just like... <laughs> So your balls will stay on when you do that. <laughs> You wouldn't believe yeah. the attachments we don't sell. <laughs> uh, in singular movements. It's all connected. We've already forgotten about Vegas. 
They they roll Parkland out. So what happened to Vegas? That's just that just is unsolved. No big deal. We know what happened to do with the Saudis. Now they're having firefights there in Saudi Arabia, and it's it's going to get us into war with Iran. And they don't want us to question the next false flag. That's what they're really pissed about. It's why they well, said I said Parkland didn't happen when I didn't say that. <laughs> you kind of did, though. You totally did. You suggested totally it was did. a false flag. You suggest yeah. everything's a yeah. false flag. Yeah, exactly. And, and that's why you're saying about this. You know, you, you, I hope the people that are survivors from the from the Vegas shooting start suing you too. I hope the people from the next mass shootings just sue him preemptively. Yeah. Like as soon as, <laughs> as soon as it happens, as soon as it happens, it's just like let's just file suit. A, just put it right on him. Yeah. Autumn turns to winter, and then winter turns to spring. It's not just the season, you know it goes for everything. It's even true for voices when boys begin to grow. You gotta take a lesson from Mother Nature, and if you do, you'll know. When it's time to change, then it's time to change. Don't fight the tide, come along for the ride, don't you see? This clip is fucking beautiful, right, Wing Watch? Michael Snyder says that if elected... He'll be, quote, ranting like Alex Jones on the House floor. Oh, great. This is um, another Alex Jones clip. Oh, a lot of the Republicans are totally clueless. And, you know, it's like when they go to D.C., it's like they have their signs surgically removed. They're constantly compromising on anything. This, there's no way this guy is going to get elected. He sounds like a fucking somebody has got a squeaky toy <laughs> that that's almost out of air. Like it's at the very end. You know, like when you squeeze the squeaky toy and it's done and uh, you're kind of like, <laughs> like right at the end. After his voice changes, he might have he's, a shot. He's Peter Brady. <laughs> it's like, like, are you fucking when kidding? It's time to go <laughs> to Senate. And it's time to go to house. His mustache. Can we just oh, talk for a second? Yeah, no, guys. You gotta see this. Mustache? You gotta see this. That is a porn stash. It is insane. Nobody has that mustache. Yeah, no, not unless you're well, you do in the third when you're 13. Dude, you have that mustache when you're 13. You have that mustache if you lost a bet and you're 13. <laughs> Are you kidding me? Anyway, guys, I got like six hairs on my upper lip. Guys. He sounds like the he sounds like the kid working the cash register in The Simpsons, does, you know. It does. Holy shit! They've been compromising for so long they don't believe in anything anymore. That's why we need to send people to Washington that aren't just right on the issues, but that are willing to fight. And if I go to Congress, I mean, we very well understand I'm going to be the most. There's literally no chance you're going to Congress. Also, we're fucking, we haven't had anything happen in Congress in like seven years. You want to talk about people who are digging their heels and ready to fight? Look at everybody there now. You know, nobody there is willing to compromise. Right. And I got to say, too, like there have been a lot of senators elected that have been just on fire. And I think genuinely so. And then they run into the massive obstructionist wall of Washington politics. Yeah, yeah. And all that fire just sure. sort of yeah. gets doused out by the fucking reality of working in that system. Yeah. They're 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 Mr. Smith when they go to Washington, they're fucking Eeyore after the first week. <laughs> just like fuck this. Most hated member of Congress in all of Washington, DC. Oh, it'd be beautiful if you were there because Because uh, I would basically interrupt you and tell you what to say. <laughs> so when you get there, let me know. Bend over, I'll shove my hand up your ass and use you like like a human puppet, <laughs> you fucking crazy mustachioed motherfucker. Instead um, of just educating folks in Idaho by running, and you are in a close second place in a seven-way run. They'd be the only educated folks in Idaho. He's a close second place in Idaho, Tom. A close second place. First place is an actual yeah. potato. Yeah. Oh, no. First place, <laughs> first place is a steer. It is. You can't be a potato and do it. Because they'll pull your plug in uh, Idaho. What is the population of Idaho? Nine? Now let's find out. Like who? Like. Are you fucking kidding me? 
<laughs> the whole state, 1.7 million. The whole state 1. is 1.7 million. million people oh, in the whole state. Baller. Good for oh you guys. <laughs> you can make it on your own. <laughs> your state is a piece of shit. Oh, man. Yeah, everybody gets their own square mile, too. <laughs> right. But if you get there, imagine you up there on C-SPAN, on national TV, everywhere, going through the New World Order. Going through- oh, C-SPAN, that'll oh, make a difference. Oh, yeah, you should go through the New World Order once you get fucking put in office. That would be fucking balls. I would love to have somebody who's an actual conspiracy theorist that isn't the president. That would be amazing. I can't believe you had to just say that. Yeah. That isn't because yeah, that's that's a true thing. Yeah, really. I love the he's idea that brother, like so I know I know no, he is a conspiracy yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Like he's he, there was a, I remember reading an article like the various conspiracies that Trump has yeah. espoused yeah. and it's it's dozens of yeah them. like the man yeah. is fucking crazy. Yeah. I I have to think there's actually I mean I think anybody who's a climate change denier is yeah. a conspiracy absolutely. theorist yeah. right because they think that there is a conspiracy absolutely of ev- absolutely the, the anti-vaccine people I think yeah. there's a lot of conspiracy nuts yeah I think you're in right. Congress yeah they're not as vocal but right. you know this guy would be talking about conspiracies that I think even consp- like conspiracy theorists that are yeah like, talk about that are more mainstream would be like what the fuck, fuck are you yeah that's about? not hard we don't do that one here we do these these are the list of approved yeah. pick one from the list <laughs> go back Michael. <laughs> Pick one from the list. Shave that mustache. That's for Idaho. That's not for here. Get rid of that. It'll take you literally two snips. <laughs> no, you just like, you didn't have to look to cut that off. <laughs> follow your nose. For the TPP, going through the Department of Education, it would really be a good thing. Oh, and, and I'll go right to the floor of House uh, the House of Representatives, and I'll start ranting like Alex Jones. You guys know me right from the floor of the House of Representatives. So if you want to see that, we have this opportunity to defeat the globalists one seat at a time. Oh, and I'm saying, don't be like the Democrats. I love that he's so weak I know. that Alex Jones can just walk right over him. I love how weak he is. I'm going to show up, and I'm going to be so powerful. You were saying, you sir. Were saying, what were you saying? <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to talk during your show. Of course I brought you some coffee. <laughs> I love you. Actually, you just keep talking. I'll climb under the desk. <laughs> And if your mom, your dad, your cousin, your brother, whatever died the last few years on the voter roll, do not go in and vote in their name. And I'm and I'm not being tongue in cheek. What? Yeah. Don't don't use dead people's names. Glad to you vote. had to say that out loud to people. Don't go ahead and do that. That'd be wrong. Yeah, we all know that's wrong. Yeah. Like, and you couldn't anyway. I think like he's you saying can't anyway. I think he's saying unlike the Democrats, we we really shouldn't become the enemy. But go catch illegals or you know folks vote in the name of dead people. Just make sure you get out and you vote. And because because you know they're gonna pull some hanky panky. Oh, what are you talking about? Like in yeah, all the illegal voters in Idaho. If there was one person with a strong tan in Idaho, <laughs> they would be pulled over and tasered. Idaho's got to be the whitest state in America. It might not be, but I, it is. <laughs> I know you said it, and then you had to pull it. I back. know because I don't know if it is or not, but I know it's not yeah. not. <laughs> Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. But the beautiful thing is the primaries, we can have so much more of an impact than the general election. Because that's the only chance you'll have is to get any votes is in the primary. Because primary. you're not going to win the primary. In our primary. But that is an issue. The, the Democrats are giving driver's license all over the country, illegals to vote. They're doing all this. And then we as libertarians or Christians, we don't cheat. Okay. Did you see that they did come out with a thing in Chicago? Um, it's a ID for anyone who is a resident of Chicago and it does not take um, United States citizenship into account. No. 
but you can't vote. You can use it as a way to show people that you're, you can that you vote, exist. that you can vote, but you don't automatically get to vote if you have it. Oh, so, okay. Yeah. So it's just an ID yeah. that you can use and you can wait. The thing them. is you don't have to present an ID in yeah. Illinois to vote. No, you don't. You don't have to present. So, I actually specifically leave my ID at home when I go to vote. Do you really? Like I, I, or I'll, I, I've been there twice um, and they've asked for it. I've been there many, many times. Like clearly I vote every election, but my polling place, the last two times I walked in and I said, you know, I'm, I'm here to vote. And they're like, um, can I see your ID is what he said. And I said, no, you can't. And they just thought you, and he oh. goes, and he goes, and he looked at me like, and I was like, you can't see my ID. I told him my name and I told him where I lived. And then he found me in the list and, and he, then did, he gave yeah, me the stuff. Right. And that's because that's how you have to do it. Like that's, that's the rule of yeah. law in, in Illinois is you do not have to show an ID. I wonder if they're asking for ID because people's names are difficult. Super easy. Yeah. That, but right. I don't, I just don't, you know, do I wonder if it's just yeah. lazy. Like if I'm, a, if I'm yeah. an election judge, yeah. Maybe I would just be like, oh, just give me your ID so I can look it up. You know yeah, what I mean? Instead yeah, of no. like, because people are going to be like, my name is unpronounceable gibberish. Yeah. You'd be like, sure. oh, I got to spell that. Sure. But I'm not going to give it to Oh, me. I wouldn't either. Yeah. 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 I'm yeah. right there with you. Yeah. I just wonder if it's nefarious yeah, or if, if it's practical. I, no, I don't think it was nefarious at all. Yeah. I think it was totally practical. Yeah. But again, you're not allowed to ask for right. it. You know what I mean? Because like, like, here's the thing. There's no, nobody in Chicago, you know, even a city with this kind of shitty reputation that we have. Nobody in Chicago is voting for dead people. Nobody in Chicago's no, like that. You, you should have saw the bullshit that went through. Last time I went to the polling place, um, it was for the primary. It was for the primary here in Illinois, the gubernatorial yeah, uh-huh. primary. This one guy came in and he walked in and he said, look, I'm at my new place. I don't think I got my card changed, but I know that this is my polling place. And they spent 25 minutes with that guy the whole time I was in line trying to work with them to try to figure out if he Where was in it, these yeah. or not in these or whatever, if it was so fucking easy to just vote, to just do that. Right. The, these, these polling places wouldn't spend 25 minutes with you. They would just wave their hand and be like, fine, whatever. You know, we're a democratic area. They're blaming the Democrats. We're a very democratic, heavily democratic district. Sure. They would just wave their hand and be like, fine, this guy's probably going to vote Democrat anyway. Here's your Go ballot. Yeah. Go vote. Right. But instead they spent 25 minutes with this guy trying to figure out whether this was his polling place or another place was his polling place. They're on the phone. They're double checking records. They're on a fucking computer. They, he spent his entire morning there. My entire time I was waiting in line, which was not insignificant. I were, I, it's yeah. a busy polling place. That's just one guy coming in with the wrong, with the right. wrong yeah. fucking polling place. How do you think this works, man? Well, they don't. They, they, they don't have they any don't. idea. Right. They don't have any idea. Do you know what I bet? I bet that this plays really well to people that don't vote. Yeah. Because most people don't vote. Most people don't vote consistently. Most people don't vote. So, you know, my guess is that this narrative plays really well in the minds of people that don't fucking vote. Yeah, sure. Because if you vote, you're like, oh, that's not possible. And then that's it. You know, I'm sure that there's some people that can get through the cracks, right? I'm sure there's one or two people that will, you know, they'll have a, uh, you know, a, a uh, you know, maybe they'll they'll say something. There was somebody who wound up getting caught for it, and and you know they they were trying to vote for Trump. They got caught for it. Um, but there was a couple other people that, that I'm sure there's some that get through the cracks. I'm not saying it's impossible to do, but it just feels like it's a federal crime. It's a lot of shit to just fucking vote a different thing. You know what I mean? Like just to vote oh, yeah. one more extra time, right. a few extra ballots. It feels like a lot of work to do just for minimal for, impact. For very minimal impact. Right. Especially yeah. in a place like Chicago or whatever. Like it yeah. does, I mean, in fucking Idaho, yeah, maybe it, it might mean something because there's only seven fucking people that are going to vote. Well, it, it's like, look at the last presidential election. According to this narrative, there's like three million rigged votes. Trump lost by three million votes. 
And they went through all this effort and all this work and all this logistics to get that done, but they didn't put them in Michigan and Wisconsin yeah, and, and Pennsylvania, yeah. right? Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. It's fucking crazy. Because all Instead, you they stacked the deck yeah. in places that don't matter. All you needed to do is put all like one and a half million in Florida, one and a half million in Pennsylvania. The it's fucking, done. the thing's over. It's, it's over. Right. Okay. I agree. We shouldn't cheat, but we need to start prosecuting these people that are caught cheating. Yeah, and we need to restore the rule of law. Let's find some. Yeah, Let's hey, find a few. Yeah, sure. Because we keep finding them, yeah. and they're on your side. No, I'm totally down. I'm down with that. this country. That's why I'm the only one. I'll in be this. honest though. I've, I've, I've. <laughs> he just cuts them <laughs> off. He cuts <laughs> that Weasley little shit. <laughs> oh my god. I thought about because the conservatives started cheating, we'd be much better than the Democrats at it. <laughs> and I, I just, I, I mean, at a certain level, man, I think about cheating because they're cheating, and I'm not gonna cheat. I'm being honest here, but I think about it. Not going to cheat. I will, however, lie, yeah. make shit up. I will make then, up every single story right. on my fucking I, channel. I won't, I won't cheat. That would be wrong. Also, I sell some supplements full of lead on my website. <laughs> it's true. It <laughs> In this video, I'm not going to go into too much detail because it's so disgusting. But in this video, um, they cut off a child's face as a child's alive, and I'm just going to leave it at that. This story is also from Right Wing Watch. Uh, Liz Crokin will soon see more than 20,000 people arrested for the rape, torture, and sacrifice of children. Mm. So uh, this is Kitchen Confidential or whatever her <laughs> show is called. <laughs> <laughs> uh, here she is. You know, just recently, Avicii, the DJ, he just died under mysterious circumstances. He was exposing this. He was exposing elite pedophile rings in his videos. Okay, so let's expose them. If they're, if they're being exposed, if he is exposing, where is the expose, for example? Yeah. Like, it seems like an easy, like, she's, it's so funny. She's like, it's, they're exposing it. What, where, where's the evidence? Well, it's not available to see, hear, touch, smell. It doesn't exist yet in per se. Everybody who dies too could be one of these people. Like right. you can easily yeah. just attribute their death Any to death. anything like yeah. this. Any, as long as right. it, as long as it's untimely, you could say, oh, well, it's not, right. you know, if fucking George Soros dies. You're not going to attribute it to that. But if, you know, somebody, somebody, especially famous, George dies, Soros will never die. He has the life extension technology. That's right. He's a Nazi. Um, how he, was he doing that? He did a video where he was depicting a politician who was buying children to be sex slaves. Um, Chester Bennington. Wait, hold on. And that's it? And then he was killed for that? That's it. They killed him for play acting something that is not happening. That's it. So you kill him for that. Why do you wait until he's got some evidence? Like if he had evidence, he would have to present. I mean, wouldn't, wouldn't it be better to be like, what? holy shit, evidence. Yeah. Why make a video of something that's, you know, fictional or whatever, instead of just being like, Hey, here's my newest song. By the way, here's the leader of China fucking a kid or whatever. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, right. like, yeah, if you get the evidence, do the evidence thing. Right. But they, because it's fucking, this is, this is kitchen conspiracies, yeah. man. Yeah. And Chris Cornell, Mob Deep, right before Mob Deep died an untimely death, he tweeted an article talking about how there are elites who are raping and eating babies. Exactly what Kelly Osborne said. You know, Chester, Chris, Avicii, Mob Deep, they all died untimely deaths. They all were exposing elite pedophile rings.
Now, they didn't do any of that because if they exposed an elite pedophile ring, other people would know about it. They didn't expose anything. They just, if they said anything or tweeted anything out, everybody was just like, you're crazy. I know. I love, I love it. It's like these fucking drug addicts died of drugs a lot. Also, that's evidence of pedophiles. Yeah. They're like, like, fucking whatever. <laughs> what are you fucking talking about? I believe there will be literally thousands of people involved in the rape, torture, and sacrifice of children. When they I say will be involved. They're not involved no, yet. They, There's going to be they're they're gonna like, is there like a fucking in. waiting list. They're going to tag them in, Tom. People Ugh. are going to be like, Jesus, I'm so exhausted fucking and raping and killing these kids. Mm. And who do I know? Is there any way I can outsource this? Let's do like a pyramid scheme. Let's start like a fucking Mary Kay of raping and killing kids. Let's see if we can get a few people on board, then see if they could get some people on board. Eventually, I will have the entrail Cadillac that I can I know what we'll do. We'll use, we'll use Cutco knives for the sacrifice. Exactly. Sounds good. Two birds, yeah. one stone. Yeah. Nailed yeah. it. Yeah. You know, the problem with like the, the eating of the babies is just so hard to get a table. You know, for sure. It's just like yeah. the and you're waiting done so list. quick too. That's the thing too. You know what I mean? Like you got to order five or six babies just, just to, to get full. Just to get full. Just to get. It's yeah. one of those places where it's like yeah. you eat the baby, but then like on the way home, you stop and you eat a teenager because yeah. you just, just you're just hungry. Right? You're just hungry. I get just, it. Yeah, eat the babies on the half shell. <laughs> I done scooped the head out. <laughs> get your chopsticks. Thousands. I mean, like over twenty thousand people. Who will be? She's going to take fucking forever just to arrest what all I these love, people. What I love is that there's a there's a there's a pedophile killer ring out there that's 20,000 20, people strong, and not a single person who's related to them or who slept with one of them or who's married to them or who's second cousin to them has any idea that it's happening. Right. They have no idea that it's happening. Nobody accidentally walked into somebody else's house where they were fucking hip deep in a kid. Like, <laughs> what did I do? What, what just happened? You know, like somebody walks in on, you know, like they like you go over to your cousin's house or whatever right. and you just knock on the door and they come in and they got a kid on their cock, you know, the president can't bang a porn star. Yeah. Without, without exactly. the world knowing, yeah, right. Yeah. How many people are, are involved at this point in that little tiny miniature minuscule pointless conspiracy, right? Yeah. You know, this is 20,000 people fucking presumably 20,000 kids or fucking one exhausted kid. Just I don't know how the kid just who's exhausted has been eaten out a lot. <laughs> <laughs> Take one down, pass it around. Like, yeah, no, you're right. You're right. Out. There's how many kids? So there's how many people? How, you know, and, and how many one parents of these kids now? doesn't get away. I've seen a million horror movies. One kid always gets right. away. Well, but it's like, it's, it's more than that. There's 20,000 people fucking kids. So then there's, let's say 10,000 kids and you know, double sure, up. They're sharing them. Right. And then each one of those kids has two parents. If that's how parenting works that are now missing a kid. Yeah. Right. So you have 10,000 there. You got or 20,000 parents, 10,000 kids, 20,000. This conspiracy involves like a ha like 50, 60,000 people. Sure. You got to transport these fucking yeah. kids. You got to lock them in. I don't know. Dog kennels, like whatever, like you feed them kitty chow. I watched a, uh, a documentary the other day on Nova, um, which I don't know if that's a national thing or not. I know they played on PBS. Here, yeah, I think right? that's I national. national. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but Nova did an expose on on human trafficking, but they didn't focus on human sex trafficking. They focused on human trafficking when it comes to underage workers in the uh, United like States. Like labor trafficking? Yeah. And, uh, and specifically, there was a place in Ohio that they had where these people would um, basically live in terrible conditions in these trailers they would ship them here from other countries. They would work illegally in these chicken egg 
places. Okay. Shitty hours, 12, 14 hours a day, shitty conditions. Um, the worst, most horrible conditions. You watch the video of it and it's just awful. Like a vegan watch this video, they would fucking poke their own eyes. Out. <laughs> but you watch this video, it's just awful. And um, what they do is they make these people work off the money and they never work off the money. Uh, I see. Yeah, like and an indentured so, servitude indentured thing? Serv basically indentured servitude, which is slavery. And so yeah, they just right. make them be a slave for a little while. And so they become a slave and then they they actually prosecuted several of the bosses because of this. People knew about it and they knew about it because they saw these people in these houses stacked like cordwood in these houses and they're in these trailers in these horrible conditions and people got reported because of it. And so a, a Samaritan would see this sort of thing and enough people reported it and it eventually came down. Right. A bunch of people, people got arrested. A bunch of people fled the country because they were the people who were actually doing this stuff to other people were from other countries. So, you know, this sort of quote unquote conspiracy is not even really a conspiracy. This sort of covert thing that's happening is easily busted by our our police by our, system. by our system. It gets, I mean, yeah, for a while it goes on and it's horrible, but eventually somebody comes forward and is like, holy shit, that's just, you know, it's basically modern day slavery and a tons of people go to jail. I've never heard one single thing. And this is the type of thing they talk about that's been going on for years and years and years and years and years. So you're just but like, that's because they have underground tunnels How's at the Playboy Mansion. Yeah, yeah, they have an underground tunnel that goes to the next building. It seems so like so much work. But yeah, like, like it's, it's funny because you, you see the, you know, the real human trafficking that happens, you know, there's people looking out for that sort right, of thing. Right. So this sort of, this idea that it's just like passing underneath everybody's nose is ridiculous. Plus like everybody thinks eating babies is wrong. Yeah, nobody's high-fiving after they eat a baby. Right. You're shame-faced when That's, you do that. You, it's like an ortolan. Yeah. You put you the just, fucking you put napkin, the napkin over, over your, your face. <laughs> just so you're, so God doesn't see you eat the ortolan. Charged and convicted. I believe that he... A, he's been targeted because he's exposed stuff about really powerful people that don't want to be exposed. So, you know, right when his meltdown happened, he, was, he said, right. Jay-Z has killers. All right. And let me tell you, I did a huge story a few years ago um, with a woman who claimed to be Jay-Z's mistress. And right before we were supposed to do the big tell-all interview, she died under shady circumstances. All right. So I can Jay Z sue the fuck out of her. I, sue right? the fuck out of her, Jay Z, because she's in, she's basically saying there's you it's not a cons- it's yeah. not a conspiracy. You know, there's like it's not you know it, it's definitely conspiracy. You're you're a murderer, right. so you should sue the fuck out of her. Can talk all day long about how shady Jay Z is. Why he's got to be shady? That seems a little racist. I'm just saying. Is he also slim? Yeah, <laughs> different guy. Different dude. different guy. White. <laughs> Kanye West is absolutely <clears throat> right about. Jay-Z being very, very shady. Okay? So that's number one. But let me tell you, his meltdown happened right after he got on stage and said that. Kanye West, you know, say what you want to say about him, but he has exposed a lot of dark truths. Like, why has it got to be a dark truth? Uh, (laughs) Jesus, lady. Yeah, name literally one. Yeah. Name one dark truth. Just seriously. I I love that the the total lack of all examples when they do this stuff. Right. It's like, I'll tell you, Kanye West, say what you say what you want about him. Say what you will. But he can fly. He is. Like, I nobody's seen him do it. I know what you mean. And nobody has any video of it. I was a gossip columnist for a long time, and I know you're right that he can fly. He can fly. I heard that. He can levitate. He can fly the just a little. Is, is that he believes he can fly. And that is <laughs> are going on in the entertainment 
and the music industry. I personally believe, and by the way, I've known him for many years. We're both from Chicago. I ran the gossip column in Chicago for seven years. I've been friendly with him. I've been at events with him. And one of my very, very close friends is very, very close with him. And <laughs> I got a friend, a friend who has friend. a friend that's a this black guy. time I was in Niagara Falls and I totally banged a girl. You wouldn't know her. You wouldn't know her, Liz, but she's there. <laughs> I love that her story about her friend that's a black guy is a friend that has a friend that's a black guy. <laughs> like, she's so white. She doesn't have any black friends, but she has friends she that, has have, friends black that friends. have black friends. And that, like, yeah. totally makes me not racist. <laughs> it it makes, does. Actually makes me black. <laughs> I order the dark caramel frappuccino, so I am not racist. His family. Now, when he was taken against his will to the psych ward, my Because friend- he was crazy! That's why you could take it against your will to a psych ward. Oh, Jesus Christ. It's, it's, like, it's like the Occam razor couldn't be slashing your throat anymore <laughs> at that point. You know what we should believe? The guy who yeah. was involuntarily committed for being crazy. We should go out crazy. of our way to listen to that crazy person. It's probably yeah. not the case that the next thing he says will be crazy. Friends. <laughs> <laughs> friend who's related to Kanye was there Wait, and what? he was friendly with him, very on. close with him and his family. Now, when he was taken against his will to the psych ward, my good friend's friend who's related to Kanye was there and he was with Kanye and he said that he believed that he was drugged. This is Are someone that's fucking not- serious right now. <laughs> my friend of a friend? Kevin believed? Bacon yeah. <laughs> was in the psych ward and he was one of the doctors. <laughs> And he had a dream one and time. Nurse Ratchet was there. <laughs> Are you Shut fucking fuck serious up. with this shit? On Kanye West, his entire life. Well, that's basically what he's saying right now. Well, in terms of what, the most interesting thing about the whole Kanye situation is that he keeps talking about being out of the, I believe it's the sunken place. The movie Get Out talks about a wealthy family that was mind controlling black people. Okay, Kanye keeps making references to that movie. And in that movie, I haven't seen the movie, but the director. What the fucking shit? The fucking what? (laughs) Holy God damn. You're just like, okay, well, what Kanye's doing is he's making references to a movie about crazy people. Okay, so fucking what? What does that mean? You have, you can't even be bothered to see the fucking movie. Of the thing that you're referring to the fuck. It's two hours out of your day, Liz. It's two hours out of your day. It's an Academy Award winner. But here are the things I believe about it. Are you (laughs) fucking kidding me? Himself, I've shared this article on my Twitter page. The director himself has talked about what the sunken place is. And that's the place you go to when you are under mind control. So by Kanye saying, I am out of the sunken place, Kim Kardashian also tweeted he is no longer in the sunken place. They're basically saying he's no no longer under mind control. Because oh, by maybe that's the, a metaphor. The, also possible. People sometimes use metaphors. Maybe he's not talking about actual mind control, but let's assume maybe that he is talking about mind control. This is a man who was involuntarily committed to a psych ward <laughs> recently. <laughs> it's entirely possible that he's something of a fucking unreliable narrator on this subject. I love that you're just like, well, he said he was being mind controlled and we should listen to him. The definition of what the sunken place is by the man who created this movie or directed it. It's when you're in a state of mind control. Oh my God, it's a fucking movie. 12 Monkeys isn't real either. You know, like there's a lot, you can make a fucking movie about anything. You fucking kidding me right now? Well, you have him 
and Kim Kardashian both affirming that he was under mind control. And this is very common in Hollywood. And this is very widespread in Hollywood. And Like, how would you know? It's just, it's just saying stuff, man. It's just saying stuff. Well, and, and, and like you said, you're just picking the most unreliable person to ask them what they think about something. Okay, Kanye West is unhinged. Great story. Let's not look to him as somebody who's going to tell us anything that's true. Then. Oh my God. You know, I, I have, and I won't, I won't name it, but I have, I have experience with, with people in my life that have had severe mental health issues. And when they are in and around a significant psychotic break or psychotic moment or episode or something that lasts as long, they are, they put a lot of pieces together that do not fit sure. together. Yeah. Right. They are not at that point, a person you rely upon to give you the straight and narrow. You want answers? I think I'm entitled. You want answers? I want the truth. You can't handle the truth. This is fucking nuts, man. I, I'm sorry. I don't keep saying it today, but it's like these stories are some bizarre world shit. It's Washington Post. Trump makes it explicit. Negative coverage of him is fake coverage. Cecil and I were talking before the show, and it's like if I if I said like Cecil uh, had a property on Main Street foreclosed. That's just a, like, it's not true, right? It's fake. But that's just, it's just a fact, right? Yeah. So it's either true or it's not true. Sure. It's negative to say something like that would be construed often as negative, right? But that doesn't change the truth of something. Yeah. The truth, whether something is negative or positive has no relationship with the truth. But like, this is now a point. I saw something else today that said that Trump is considering uh, reneging the licenses for quote, fake news. Because they're fake news outlets, like basically branding them as, as bullshit news. It's not bullshit news. It's just anything he doesn't like. Yeah. We're now labeling as fake. And there are people, and we've seen this too. We've, we've read stories recently where there are people who they don't understand the difference on the ground. Sure. So if the story from the top is negative news is now untrue. And the story on the bottom is we don't know the difference between true and negative or, or fake and negative. Yeah. And we're using you as a source to tell us what's what. We are fucked. Yeah. We're just straight fucked. Yeah. I would think that he wouldn't, he would, he wouldn't say that fake is negative because I'm sure that that guy has had a lot of things faked. And I feel like, <laughs> I feel like he would think that they would be the best. That's the only you know? positive yeah. feedback he gets. <laughs> it's like, I'll tell you that much. <laughs> you would think, but it is crazy that he's, that he's, I mean, he has explicitly said it. Tom, there's a tweet here. Why don't you read his tweet? The fake news is working overtime. Just reported that despite the tremendous success we're having with the economy and all things else, 91% of the network news about me is negative. Fake. Why do we work so hard in working with the media when it is corrupt? Take away credentials? Yeah. Yeah. Unfucking believable. Yeah. I mean, you're talking about, he's saying negative fake. Yeah. No, it's not. And I understand what he's trying to say. What he's trying to say is, you know, it's, you know, it, it's fake but it's negative and that's a lie because it's all the news coming out from about me is positive. I think that's what he's trying to get at. I think, I think his, like his analogy and an, an analogy of this tweet would probably be something like I had nothing but home runs and you report nothing but base hits. Yeah. You know? And, and so it's fake, right? Because yeah. it's like, I, it's not reflective of the reality of the job that yeah. I'm doing. I don't know if he can possibly believe that. Yeah. I don't know if he could articulate that to be oh, honest. I'm not sure yeah. he could either. <laughs> he would interrupt himself seven times in the middle of that analogy 
It would be about golf, and then he would eat a sandwich. Did you hear that? I I had heard. Now I don't know where where I read it. I it might have been the post. I'm not sure, but they were saying that they did a test run of Mueller's questions with him, and he only got through two, and it took two hours to get through two. Oh questions. my god! What? Yeah. So they're like trying. I think that they're trying, they're trying to, to prep him. They're trying to prep him. And he can't get through. It's a great strategy. I'll tell you what, though. He is going to get hammered if they make him sit down Ugh. and talk. He is going to get hammered. You think so? Well, it, there's there's no good way out of this for him now. Um, if he chooses the Fifth Amendment, you know, if he chooses he's to. He's been vocal about how that's a coward's yeah, choice. Yeah, he's been and sad like many times, choice. many yeah. times. So if he chooses that, if he goes that way, you know, I don't think he cares about being a hypocrite, but everybody around him will point out, you know, hey, you're yeah, being right. a hypocrite. I'm sure even people that are on his side will be like, that's a hip, that's hypocrisy. So he he can't get out that way, I don't think. And then they tried to get it so that they can write stuff down, but they said no. He wanted to write. Yeah, so someone else could do his homework. Yeah, he wanted to write. The That's answers. why. And so somebody else could do his homework. Yeah. Well, it's going to be, I, I, I am sure that either that he's going to get called and refuse or he's going to get called and go. And that's going to be. Ugh. But, you know, the best, the best strategy would be to have a take hours and just be unintelligible. And I think he could nail that. Yeah. And, I, and, I, and I actually mean that like strategically nail that, like yeah. not even accidentally. I, I think if, if you have a normal person and you ask them questions and then they answer the questions, and those questions or those answers relate in some way to the question, they're going to get screwed if they've done something wrong. I think if you take somebody like Trump and you ask him questions and he just wildly gesticulates and pontificates over a number of various and wide ranging yeah, subjects, sure. none of which relate to the question yeah. until everybody just starts to get bored and fall asleep. I, I think that he's going to get caught. I think he's, I don't think he's smart enough to not incriminate himself. I think he will incriminate himself. It'd be amazing if he I did. Think he will. I It'd think it'd be great if he did. I think he will. I think he's already been, I think he's already incriminated himself a couple of times uh, in stupid ways. And I think he will continue to do so. And I mean, I don't think, I think Giuliani is stupid enough to incriminate oh, him already. So, Giuliani you know, already did. Yeah. And I, I love the thing that we did with Fox and friends where like he went on Fox and friends. I don't remember what it was that he said, but immediately like Stormy Daniels attorney was like, thanks for saying that dummy. Yep. And like it, yep. it immediately found its way into the, into the uh, prosecution's yeah. playlist. Because it, I, I feel like, I feel like there was somebody who said it a while back and I think it's true. I think Trump didn't want to win. I think what he wanted was the publicity from it. Yeah. I think he wanted to be publicly, uh, you know, a figure to get to, and, and I think losing would have been amazing for him. I think it would have been everything he ever dreamed of. He could have constantly been a curmudgeon on Twitter. He could right. have been completely attacking everything that yeah. was wrong. I think he could have uh, gotten even more following on Twitter and all throughout all the stuff he's done uh, as the underdog you know, right. that, that has lost. Right. Yeah. I think he could have, I think he, I think he wanted to lose. Yeah. I, I don't disagree. He, I think he wanted to lose and I think he wanted, and I think, yeah. I think he was making deals knowing that he was going to lose and then having, you know, good ties to the Russians afterwards. Yeah. I think he was going to be fine with that. Um, and now, now he's in the presidency and he's got great ties to the Russians and that's not a good thing to have. Right. So I think that there's a, it's, I think, you know, like this is one of those things that, you know, it's going to take time to unravel, but, um, but he's not, a, he is not smart enough, I think, to, to get around this questioning and to avoid this questioning enough to not incriminate himself. I just think he won't subject himself to the questioning. Yeah. I think you're probably right. That's that, I think that's, that's ultimately way, that's what's going to happen. Right. Gonna, that's the only way it's going right. to play out. He'll never answer these questions. That's the only way it's going to play out. Yeah. Well, in this, in this story here, 
from Bloomberg. Oh my God, leads right crazy. into this. The money that flowed to Michael Cohen, where did it go? And uh, and there's it's really interesting because some of this money that's coming in to Michael Cohen, um, this money is basically being paid to. Michael Cohen for access to Trump in some ways. Right. And it's Russian money. Yeah. Well, some of it is. Some, some of it, at least. I read two stories today. One $500,000, one $1 million that, that came from shell companies, which are controlled by Russian oligarchs. Yeah. Like, I mean, we're like, we're in a place where the ties, the connections between Russia and the election, whether it's Russia and Trump himself, but Russia and the election are literally undeniable. It's like, like this guy was running for the governorship in Illinois. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like, like, like we we have the most shady, crooked system here in Illinois. And you know, you can hear the tapes of Blagojevich oh, talking about how he's going to try to sell. I got Barack this great Obama's thing. I'm not seat. just giving it away for free. Yeah, I'm going to sell Barack Obama's seat to yeah. somebody. It almost feels like he thought that that was how it worked. It oh, doesn't I think it work does, yeah. like that. Right, right. It doesn't work, and it doesn't work like that because. Blagojevich will send you a letter from his prison cell telling you how it doesn't work like right. that. It doesn't work like that because you get caught when that happens. Yep. You know, the reason why you don't you don't sell access to you for five hundred thousand dollars, access to your, you know, your agenda and things like that for five hundred thousand dollars is because someone's gonna follow the money eventually. Yep. Somebody's gonna follow the money and they're gonna catch it's gonna catch up to you. You know, I want to hear the people who say that Russia, there's nothing to do with Russia. There's a bunch of people who are tweeting at us for a long time about how Russia's a big boogeyman. Tell me how $500,000 with direct ties linked to him that goes to Cohen doesn't have, like, that there's nothing. It, it's I'm, just, not, I'm, not, it's not, I'm not a conspiracy theorist here. There's, explain to me how that's a nothing. Yeah. I'm interested to know how that's a hand wave nothing. Because I know there's a lot of people on Twitter that were saying it was a big conspiracy. There's right. nothing going on with Russia. Well, what about this? You know, what about Dude, the five hundred thousand? There's so many angles that Russia connects to this on. Yeah, right. There's just so many angles. There, there. The you know, Russia has connections with, um, you know, how many of his, how many of his campaign staff at this point? That, yeah. that we know of. Yeah, exactly. Russia they've has had, they've connections had inappropriate with his son. meetings with them. Right. Yeah. Russia has you know connections. There are there are connections across the fucking board and on almost every yeah. level where Russia is clearly attempting to rig our electoral process and influence our candidates. Yeah. And let's not call it a witch hunt or anything like that because there's been 23 indictments. This is not like, this is not like something you could just be like, Oh, you know, there's what's, what's the big deal. There's nothing going on. There's no collusion, whatever. There's been 23 people indicted. So right. let's not talk about it. Like there's nothing happening. Like this is all just made up. It's not just made up. These people have had inappropriate relationships. They've lied to the FBI. When you lie to the FBI, you don't lie to them about your chili recipe. Right. You lie to them about something important that they ask you and you lie. Yeah. You lie because you don't want to be in deeper trouble. Right. That's why you lie. So this bullshit about like hand waving it away like there's nothing to do here and saying, you know, witch hunts and stuff. No, that's bullshit. That I saw a meme this week that said like, during Hillary, during the Benghazi thing, it was like a 24-month investigation, no indictments. This right. has been going on for 14 months. There's 23, 23 indictments. indictments. Yeah, and it's still ongoing. So we want to thank our patrons, our most recent patrons, um, and we'll do that all next week. <laughs> um, you will not be forgotten. Trust us. Um, and we will have it on next week's show. Uh, we will want to thank all the patrons for making sure that uh, that this show is possible. So thank you all very much. Thank you. We got an interesting message from Jeff. And Jeff said uh, he was listening to us talk, talk about the, the Second Amendment. Uh, and he says that 
you, we really shouldn't be talking about what the founding fathers would have thought about the Second Amendment because that has that sort of constitution originalism stuff that not a lot of people really do. Um, Scalia was one and Gorsh is one, but there's, that's really something that we shouldn't be, we shouldn't be talking about it because it's kind of a nonsense way to think. Yeah. I think that's an interesting way to, to, to approach this. Like if Who we, cares if we frame think. the argument yeah. in their frame, yeah. you know, we're always stuck working yeah, within we're that. We're always doing yeah. it. Yeah. And we've yeah. talked about, you know, we're not, right. we're, we don't, we don't blow the founding fathers. If founding fathers made a mistake, we should change it. Right. And so, yeah, absolutely. That's a great point, Jeff. Got a message. Uh, this is from Damon. And uh, Damon wanted us to know that um, the David Hogg message, we were talking about last week when a bunch of the nut jobs had said that David Hogg was going to go to school. He wasn't there and he was actually going to go to school. Then they called him a crisis actor. He said he wasn't even there, but then they said he was going to go to school while there was shooting going on. He right. wasn't actually at school. There was a quote about him going after the school had been, after the, after he had been let home and all the, sh the shooting was over because all the reporters were there. He was going to go back up there. And there's a quote about him going back to school that day and people have taken it out of context. Um, that's an interesting position. I know for sure that he was there though. So right. like what I know is that he had, he has, he did audio, I think, or even video interviews during the lockdown. Right. So he was physically locked down in the building. Couple people sent in Philly steak stuff. Um, uh, a person by the name of Kamar and another uh, and and Elvis both sent in messages, basically saying, "Look, those two places that you went to, Tom, they're the the two places are the biggest places, but they're also the worst." And I understand, I do understand this because the biggest places very often just ride on reputation. There's a couple of really old pizza places in Chicago that ride only on reputation. It's not very good pizza, um, so I recognize that that's the case. In fact. Probably the most famous beef beef joint in Chicago probably has one of the worst beef sandwiches. Al's? You're talking yeah, about Al's? Al's, Al's is uh, It's unpleasant. It's an yeah. unpleasant beef sandwich. So I would say I recognize that if somebody were to come to Chicago and they said Al's number one beef and they had it and they're like, this is fucking garbage, I would be like, yeah, no, it's garbage. So I recognize that. A lot of people said that you should go to um, the trucks, I guess some food trucks that are there and they make really good cheesesteaks. Or the smaller areas, I guess they're smaller ones. So gym steaks, nifty fifties is another one. Um, I would so go to a homeless guy shaving the skin off a rat before I would go back to the place that I had my. I, I don't blame you. I don't blame you. Yeah. I I think that I think that like the, the a lot of times those places will suffer with reputation. I will when I go to if I ever go to Philly. I hope I don't ever go there. But if I do ever go there, <laughs> um, I will try one of their cheesesteaks at a place like they suggest. Well, I, I would, I would too. actually. What I will do is I'll actually ask the listeners. I'll be like, eh, tell me where to go. I mean, if I'm we'll at, go. if I'm ever unfortunate enough to be in that city, I will I will definitely. I I will say I was told. That Philadelphia, not not the area that I was in, the area that I was in was was clearly carpet bombed at some point in recent sure, history. Yeah, yeah. But the, 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 there are parts of Philadelphia which I'm I'm to understand are are very very nice, like where the Liberty Bell is. Period. Also, it, the end, yeah. and where yeah. they have the statue of Rocky Balboa. That's that's, <laughs> that's it. it. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. I will say the place that I was at was one of the worst places in all of the world. We get a message from uh, Krissa, and Krissa uh, said that we helped her through some very difficult times. So I want to say, Krissa, thank you for listening, um, and thanks for the message. It was really a great message thank to get you. this week. Oh, my gosh, Tom. Adrian, yeah, this is crazy. Adrian from France was in the one of the concert halls during the Paris attack. Right. And, and had to deal with people saying that there were crisis actors. Right. This is somebody who survived a 
just an, an absolutely horrific event. Um, and not only has to deal with the memories of that event, the actuality of having survived it, um, but then is to be like we talked yeah. about before, has to be fucking re-traumatized by Constantly, assholes. Yeah. Sorry who have that a happens. fucking political agenda. Sorry that happens, Adrian. So bad. The, the stuff tough. you went through is difficult. So um, that sucks. Tom, this is very interesting. Um, we got a message from Cam, and Cam sent along this video of the hunchback of Notre Dame. Yeah. That's kind of an insult video. <laughs> <laughs> totally is. It totally is. There's there's a there's a relatively um well-known song from the Hunchback of Notre Dame Disney movie, which I we were talking about this before the show. I remember this from when I was in high school. I remember being blown away by this in high school and it never yeah. I I've I've actually shown this to other people in the intervening years between then and now because I've always remembered it. And it is this just crazy video about this priest who's driven mad by lust. lust yeah. And that that madness drives this person to villainy yeah. as a result of their uh, inability to control their sexual urges. It's fucking crazy that yeah. it's in a Disney movie. It's crazy. What I mentioned to Tom was, it's crazy that the religious guy is clearly the villain in this. Right. And that religious thoughts about um, celibacy and lust are thrown out the window in a Disney movie. Right. No, well, they're 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 not throwing, they're they're the driving force that causes his villainy. Which show that they are that they're evil. evil. Yeah. Which is really interesting. I was saying to Tom, that's very interesting it that this is. would be in a child's movie. And it, it, you know, we were talking too, it's like, why wasn't this protested yeah. by the religious? Because this paints your whole ideas, your whole, your whole uh, thought structure yeah. in a really negative light. Like yeah. you would think the Catholic church would be like, that movie's fucked. I'm surprised it got past the censors, the people who, the rating people who did this because the rating people are all religious. It is, it's you know, true. Yeah, you so. think they give it a higher rating? I mean, <laughs> they like would give it a, yeah, they would say a PJ 13 or they would take, because they, that's all they can they do. All, they can't censor. But they something. always rate stuff at that sexual and content at a much higher rating. Right. Then they do violence. And this in particular is talking about sex. You know, maybe they might give it a PJ 13 instead of a right. 12, but they might also have to prove that it's, you know, it showed a titty. So it's 13. You yeah. Right. I mean? like they, they might have, have some, some metric yeah. that it's like, but anyway, we'll put this video on this week's show notes. Check it out. If you've never seen this, this song, uh, it's from a Disney movie, the hunchback in Notre Dame. We saw, okay. So Katie sent this in. This is a wood shop that does, uh, like little signs, like engraved signs. And their signs are fucking hilarious. We're going to post the link on this week's show notes. It's somebody's Etsy store. I love this so and much. There's one that just, we're going to get one for the studio that just says abort everyone. <laughs> we're going to get one. We're going to see if we could custom make a glory hole one. Um, but this is hilarious. They have one that says hail Satan. So the reason why somebody sent this in is because we were saying the eat, pray, love thing. Right. That you find it like, uh, you know, all the different places where they're like, love, laugh, pray, blah, blah, blah. This is awesome. Cause it's just like, some of these are just amazing. One says live, laugh, hail Satan. And I fucking think it's amazing. I like the one that says some inspirational bullshit. Yeah, it's just fucking it's amazing. Just, I love it. Super hilarious. I so want to own that. We're going to post the link on this week's show notes. If you want to be a patron of the store, I know we're going to buy uh, a couple of signs from them this week. We got a message from someone who uh, actually uh, was for a little while an insult. And then they stopped being one. Yeah. Because so they, someone was so nice to them. A woman was so nice to them that they stopped being an insult. I, and I, I want to say, like, I know on the last episode, I said, I doubted that anybody would be a part of that community and then see the light. So clearly I'm mistaken. So I'll own that and say, hey, yeah, I'm, I'm and, glad and you no longer too. subscribe yeah. to that horrifying, horrifying worldview. Yeah. It's, that misogynist, shitty worldview. Right. Yeah. 
We got a message from uh, from Travis, and Travis wanted to know our thoughts on uh, they are in the camp that you should people should be pro-choice in their states if they want to be. They'll leave it up to the states, basically, is what they say, um, and where we sort of sit on, on it. Um, I feel like uh, I'm always going to side with the people who are living on the margins who want to try to get you know something like this done. If you make it illegal in, say, Texas, and you're in the middle of Texas... You have like a, you know, a six and a half hour drive to get out of Texas in any direction. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean, like it's, it doesn't matter where you live and you could live at the bottom of Texas too. That's something we didn't pay attention to. You live at the bottom of Texas. It could be seven or eight hours to get out of Texas in a car. Right. And some people don't have cars. That, I know, I will tell you this, when my parents when and my family was, you know, very, very destitute and poor, we did not have cars we thought we could make it to Chicago in. And yeah. we lived 30 miles outside of Chicago. We had cars we did not take to Chicago because we were afraid they would break down. Well, so when you are poor, travel is not an easy thing to do. It's not like you could just be like, yep, I'm going to go somewhere else for a little while and just do it. Right. I I, I want to point out that Travis's primary point is to say, hey, look, this is abortion is a, is a single issue stopping point that, um, you know, if we give up on this topic, let the states have it then we can pass other legislation that, you know, we, we, we may have a better shot at some bigger issues. Um, I, I don't like that train of thought. I don't think you give up on things that are important yeah. just because there are other things that are also important. Um, I understand that idea. It's a very utilitarian sort of like, Hey, you got to give a little to get a little sort of idea. But I just, I, I, I agree with you, Cecil on that. It's easy for me to say, I'll never need a fucking abortion. Yeah. You know, it's real easy for me to say I will never get pregnant by the, with a baby I don't want and be forced to you know birth and raise it. Yeah. So like I side to the I side on the point like I have no moral quandary with with abortion. I think the moral issues raised around abortion, particularly in the first trimester, are bullshit issues. They're all about sex anyway. And they're never gonna they're never gonna be my problem. Yeah. So like I got nothing to say except for hey you want it go get it. Yeah. And and I think that we can you know that there's gonna always be these attacks to it there's always going to be somebody who's right. going to want to keep attacking it and it's and the reason why we keep you know the reason why we have a supreme court is so that we can overturn things that we think are you know unfair or keep things in place that we that we that we deem fair and so far since 1973 i think it is that's been deemed as fair it's been deemed as something that's been we're going to go back to this back alley shit yeah. otherwise well, man. and they, they don't they 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 won't they won't say that, but you know that's what happens. They, it's been shown many, many times that the most the places in the world that have the most uh, lax conditions on abortion have the least amount of abortions, right? Because those are the places in the, the less world restrictions, has, the more they also have less progressive less, policies that surround yeah, it, and they have they have less uh, social problems with sex, right? So, got a message from Josh, and Josh said that what would you think about and i talked about people who uh campaign across you know different states why would you want your guy to come to your state he said what if they just never left their little compound like their little hq their campaign hq and they just did stuff from there every day you'd think that's kind of weird and i i admit i might think that's kind of weird so i recognize i understand that um and they got to go somewhere you know you got to go somewhere right. and you know they want to show that they have i think the other reason is is that they want to show that there are people in every state that are following them so they want to have a big crowd at that place so they yeah. want to go to that place have a bunch of people there to say this that you know it's not just one person who likes me it's a bunch of people who like me so that's yeah, kind there's of a psychology show. to it it's like yeah. a big show right. so uh so thanks for your message i recognize that uh that i might be weird and just be like well just fucking stay where you're at work from home for Christ's sakes <laughs> Stop running around all over the place.
But great news, Tom. We wound up getting a message from Aaron from the Waiting for Wrath podcast. They had an event goal, the uh, wyomingaids.org, W-Y-O-AIDS.org raised uh, $28,110.80 at their drag queen bingo. Um, They wound up raising a shit ton of money, uh, $28,000 in one sitting. Um, They were actually able to lowball estimation credit us with $1,600, raising $1,600 with them um, just by mentioning on our show. So we want to thank everybody who donated from the show. Um, you again, can, so generous. Yeah, our our yeah. listeners, time and time again, yeah. so generous. We're yeah. just, we're so gl- glad to have you on our side. Yeah. And you can still donate. So if you want to go to wyoaids.org, you can donate um, to people in Wyoming that use that, 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 that fund to help them uh, with, what are really basic costs, right. shit like, you know, helping pay their deductible and travel costs and things Rent, like that. gas, utilities. Yeah. So this is going to help people who are on the margins who can't afford this stuff. Um, this is a great charity. We want to thank them for coming on. We had a great time talking to them. We look forward to talking to them again in the in the future. And if you haven't checked out Waiting for Wrath, you should. It's Waiting the Number 4 Wrath. Um, you should be able to find them on any podcatcher. Well, we were on a show Earlier today, I mentioned it earlier. We are on Hope After Dark. We're going to put a link on this week's show notes. You can listen to it. Um, we had a great time. We talked a little bit. Uh, one of the major things we talked about was was comedy, and it doesn't go too far. And then we went too far many, many times. And so it, if you want to check it out, um, Bobby Carey, uh, Jerry DeWitt, uh, Angie, and Ashley all are on that podcast. Great fun. We had a great time. That was a lot of fun. So, uh, Good so, people. So uh, we'll put a link on this week's show notes if you want to check it out. Um, we were very happy that they invited us on. Uh, that's going to wrap it up for this week. Uh, we don't have any special things coming up very soon, um, but we will be back next week and uh, we are going to leave you like we always do with the Skeptic's Creed. Credulity is not a virtue. It's fortune cookie cutter, mommy issue, hypno Babylon bullshit. Couched in scientician, double bubble, toil and trouble, pseudo quasi alternative, acupunctuating, pressurized, stereogram, pyramidal, free energy, healing, water, downward spiral, brain dead pan, sales pitch, late night info docutainment. Leo Pisces, cancer cures, detox, reflex, foot massage, death in towers, tarot cars, psychic healing, crystal balls, Bigfoot, Yeti, aliens, churches, mosques, and synagogues, temples, dragons, giant worms, Atlantis, dolphins, truthers, birthers, witches, wizards, vaccine nuts, shaman healers, evangelists, conspiracy, doublespeak, stigmata, nonsense. Expose your signs. Thrust your hands, bloody, evidential, conclusive. Doubt even this. The opinions and information provided on this podcast are intended for entertainment purposes only. All opinions are solely that of Glory Hole Studios, LLC. Cognitive dissonance makes no representations as to accuracy, completeness, currentness, suitability, or validity of any information and will not be liable for any errors, damages, or butthurt arising from consumption. All information is provided on an as-is basis. No refunds. Produced in association with the local Dairy Council and viewers like you.